Hello and welcome to Fine Wine, where I discuss media that may or may not have aged like fine wine and, well, whine about it. I am the pitiful voice you hear crying outside your window at 1.53 a.m. and I have new episodes coming out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, today's subject is the 1946 mystery film Sherlock Holmes Dress to Kill. Um, this is like, yeah, this is the last of 14 films starring Basil Rathbone as Sherlock Holmes, um, and Nigel Bruce's Doc Watson. Um, and it's a British film, you know, Sherlock Holmes, also very early before Sherlock Holmes was like big in the US, I think. Um, it also stars Pat- Pat- Patricia Morrison, um, and surprisingly, I think that this film has aged wonderfully. Um, like, when I was watching it, I would have 100% believed you if you had told me that it came out in the 60s or the 70s, and that it was just black and white to give off, like, a certain ambiance, because... I thought the quality of the writing, the acting, the sound, and the film quality were all, like, very great for, well, beyond great for 1946. Um, It's definitely better than, better quality in all of those factors than some films that I've seen from, like, the late 60s, early 70s, such as 1968's Boom, starring Elizabeth Taylor, That was quite a doozy, which I'll talk about sometime. But the subject of this episode is 1946 Sherlock Holmes Dressed to Kill. Um, So the original story of the film comes from several short stories. Um, The Adventure of the Six Napoleons and A Scandal in Bohemia. Um, And also... Fun fact, this film is in the public domain, so if you want, you can remake this film free of charge. Now, will you want to after you hear this episode? Maybe not, but who knows? Um, So, the plot goes as we have this little dude, he's incarcerated in in a jail. Uh, Where else would he be incarcerated? He's in jail. He's in the Dartmoor prison, and um, this dude, he has some drip. He is, like, wearing, like, pretty swaggy outfit for being a prisoner. Um, but in this prison, they're doing prison labor as as you do, but they're not just doing, like, license plates or, you know, standard things. Instead, they're making um, knickknacks like music boxes. Who doesn't love a good old prison music box? Um, so this dude, he is in jail for having stolen and being caught for, um, stealing the, um, printing plates. Yeah, the printing plates for, um, pound notes from the Bank of England. Um, so he 
is caught and he's well no he's not but he's just in he's in he's in jail um but when they arrested him they couldn't not they could not find where he had the printing plates so somehow they are able to arrest him for the theft of them but then also they can't find them like i don't know wouldn't that sort of be a point in your favor if you have a good lawyer or something i don't know things happen he doesn't have the plates on him they can't find the plates the police can't find the plates um and now he's making music boxes quite a shift in terms of life trajectory and occupation um but he is hiding the press printing plates somewhere and in prison since he's making music boxes he hides like um the location he hides the map to the location in a song so he makes the music boxes but he slightly alters each of them to there are three of them he alters three of them to have a different rendition of the swag man um and his accompli his accomplices are supposed to get these music boxes play all three of them find out what's different and then find out where the goods are um so now we have um Sherlock Holmes um and Dr. Watson they are in their little flat the sets the sets are really good in this film um definitely big point in their favor um Watson he has a little um music box collecting friend Julian and Julian is like bros there is like somebody tried to steal my music boxes cuz Julian is like avid music box collector and he had recently purchased at an auction one of the music boxes constructed by the guy that's in jail. Um and he was able to get it for very cheap because he was like it doesn't even look expensive. So he wins the bids at the auction, but there since there are three music boxes, um he gets it for like 2 pounds I think. And then he thinks that it's like unique music box, but then right after he gets it Um, they bring out an identical music box, and a girl behind him is able to get it for like half a pound. So he really played himself there. Um, but he gets this music box, and the neck that night, once he gets home and puts his music box, his little shabby wooden music box, in his collection, he gets his um, flat broken into. And what do they steal? none of his um big expensive music boxes um but that little shabby wooden one and he gets spots and he's like bro can you come look at this because this is very sus i'm really not feeling it because why did they break in and only take that one um now you know i would just be unnerved by somebody breaking into my house but this dude doesn't seem that worried about it but Julian is like um 
talking to Watson and Holmes and they are like, okay, we'll look into this. So they leave. And after they leave, um, also Julian's nickname from Watson is Stinky. Like what a great nickname. Your name, your nickname is Stinky. How did you get that? Anyways, after Holmes and Watson leave, um, Mr. Julian's lady friend, Miss Hilda, um, comes into his flat to visit him. And she's like, blah, blah, blah. So good to see you, Julian. And also at some point in the scene, his Stinky's wig like slips off. He like gets his wig snatched. Very great moment. But Hilda, she's awfully sus. Like extremely sus. Um, because she was also at the auction. Um, but she wasn't able to get the box. Um, so she's come to Stinky, but Stinky doesn't know that she's after the music box. So Miss Miss Thing tries to buy the buy the um, music box from Stinky, even though it's stolen already. Um, but Stinky, he's like, no, um, I don't really want to do that. Sorry. Also, I don't have it. So what does Miss Hilda do except? murderize him. He gets stabbed by one of Hilda's um, acquaintances. Very short-lived guy. Um, Well, not short-lived, but short-lived in the story. Um, Also, how can you kill off Dr. Watson's friend just like that? Like, come on. That's like sort of sad. feel bad for Watson. But Watson, um, later in the film, you wouldn't even know that he had a friend named Stinky. He doesn't show any remorse or sadness that his friend has just died. Um, like, wow. Watson's cold-hearted in this. Um, so after this murder, Sherlock is like, bro, this is very, like, sus. Why would somebody, like, murderize him? And also, why would they need to get these music boxes? They're not, like, um, expensive or anything. But, okay. Um, also, after the auction finished earlier, um, a colonel guy, he showed up at the auction, but he was too late to purchase the music boxes. So instead, he asks for the addresses of the people that were able to get the music boxes. Um, like, very sus. You should not, like, do that. Like, literally. Um, but the auction people do it anyways. I think he gives them a little bribe money to, um, do it as you do. Um, so after the murder, Holmes and Watson, they're like, hmm, somebody killed Stinky. Oh, well, time to move on. So they go to the house of one of the other people that got the music box at the auction. Um, but... As they're about, but as they're going to the house, an old woman leaves the house, like, like old woman. I mean, it's so obvious that it's Hilda, um, but it's like, okay, well, no, eh, well, yeah, it is obvious that it is Hilda, but I don't know. Maybe if you're from 1946, you wouldn't think that it's very obvious, but, you know, um, Miss Hilda, she steals the music box from that house and 
GTFOs, um, Sherlock and Watson enter and they're like, hmm, that's so strange. We didn't know an old lady was living here. So the people that actually even live in the house, they show up and they're like, um, what are you guys doing in our house? Um, and then they're like, well, somebody let us in. Isn't there an old lady that lives here? And they're like, what? No old lady lives here. Are you guys crazy or something? So now Sherlock and Watson are like, oh shit, that wasn't an old lady. That must have been um, our music box thief that's going after the music boxes. Must be our little Miss Hilda that killed Stinky. Well, they don't know that Hilda killed Stinky yet, but um, they're like, hmm, that's awful sus. So they end up having to... Oh yeah, also, they end up having to save the child that was locked in the closet because while the dad was out, um, he left his daughter home alone and that's when Miss Hilda came in in her old lady disguise and tied up and locked the child in the closet. (laughs) Like, oops. Um, And then she steals her shit. She steals the child's shit. That's so underhanded. At least give her compensation. Well, she gave her trauma in return, so... (laughs) Okay, so Holmes and Watson are like, oh my god, we just lost our second box. What do we do now? So they end up going to the third and final place of a person that purchased the music boxes at the auction, which is like a little a little um, toy shop. Um, so they go in and they're like, oh my god, we need to buy a music box. Do you have like a wooden, small wooden music box? And the lady that runs the store, she's like, oh yes, I have all of these ones. And she shows them some music boxes, um, but they're more, they're definitely not the ones that they're looking for. But then Holmes is like, do you have like a simple one? But she's like, oh, I was about to give this as like a gift. Um, it's not for sale, sorry. But then Holmes is like, no, we need that one. So then she relents and she's like, okay, fine. Um, so... Holmes gets the last music box and he listens to it. Um, And immediately he's like, oh my God, the musical notes in this, in this um, song, they're telling us a code. Um, So after he finds that out, they get, um, Holmes and Watson get like um, a little, a little like, um, dink, a little call from Scotland Yard telling them, oh, by the way, um, the music boxes that you're looking for, um, they have the code that leads to the stolen bank plates. Okay, but you need all three of them, so can you get those for us, please? Um, so, fun stuff. Now they have a real job on. Um, so, Holmes and Watson go back home and, hmm, home. And they are, they find their flat ransacked. Like, oh my god, their music box is missing as well. Um, is it missing? Yeah, I think it is missing. But um, when they go into their flat, they find, like, everything's on the floor. Everything's, like, torn up. But on this ashtray, there is a cigarette or a cigar with a specific type of tobacco. And that's all they have um, as a lead. Because 
Mr. Sherlock Holmes, he doesn't smoke that kind of cig. So he tracks down who had purchased that kind of tobacco. And they find that he goes to like a tobacco shop. They spew off like all sorts of um, tobacco, hoodoo, voodoo, voodooery, like about like what tobacco it was and like how specific the mix was. And they're like, oh, only one person buys this type. And it's a woman named Hilda Courtney. So Sherlock's like, okay, I'm going to go find this woman then. So he shows up at Hilda Courtney's flat. And there he is um, bonked on the head and taken to a warehouse warehouse, and hung on a rafter, like from the rafter with his handcuffs. So he's just like hanging from his wrist. Like that must be like very painful. And Miss Hilda, she gives her like villain speech um, as like, as you do before you're about to kill the hero. Well, not really kill the hero because they're obviously going to escape death. But she gives off her little villain monologue. Um, and as she does, she has her little minions set up a car in the warehouse and turn the ignition on so that it fills up with carbon monoxide, um, suffocating him to death. But Mr. Sherlock Holmes, he is a gymnast type of gal so he's able to get up to the rafters and like save himself by unhooking his um, handcuffed hands from the rafter and jumping down and running away. Like gymnast queen, Simone Biles who? Um, so Holmes go back, goes back to Watson and Watson is like mega dumb bitch. Also, are they really wasting gas like that to try and kill a man with gas prices in this economy? Ugh, excuse me. They must have expo- disposable income. Okay. Um, Watson's like still super sort of dumb bitch, um, as he usually is in like Sherlock Holmes films, because he's not the one doing coke. But Holmes shows up and he's like talking to Watson and Watson mentions a quote um, from Samuel Johnson and this just makes Holmes like click Um, and he's like oh my god I know where the plates are Um, so but they have to beat Hilda Courtney Miss Hilda to the plates before Holmes gets to them from not the three music boxes and instead just from a random ass quote Um, so Hilda listens to the music boxes, puts together the code, as you do, and she goes to Samuel Johnson's house, which is, like, a museum where they do tours. Um, and they are, they join a tour group, but they slip away halfway through to go steal the plates. But Mr. Sherlock Holmes, he shows up and is like, "Uh, nah, not you, girl. You're getting arrested because he has the police with him. And he seizes the plates and Miss Hilda is like, oh, I would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for you meddling kids. Well, no, if it weren't for you meddling middle-aged men, um, that's probably more like it. Um, and yeah, that's the film. Um, plot is sort of like all over the place. 
you know, there are some parts that are like very how did he figure that out such as Holmes being able to put together where the plates are that feels like it just sort of jumps out of nowhere plus the pacing of the film is a bit meh very fast-paced at the beginning I feel like there's a lot going on and then it drags after the halfway point before like speeding all the way back up and rushing through the end so it's very very back and forth in terms of speed which is sort of like whiplashy but um I mean it was enjoyable the the characters were fun it's only an hour and 15 minutes so may as well watch it um well may as well watch it if you have time and if you're able to watch it like just to just to pass time really good background noise if if you're into that but or if you want to like look at the quality of like the film because the film in it is very good um again the sets were pretty good the costumes were pretty meh but the writing was also i would say very good for a film from 1946 a lot of the films from 1940 oh, that i've seen from 1946 were um very monologue heavy um and this film, I think it's still very on the talkative side, but definitely has more like quips and visual gags than other films, probably because it's aimed at like um, a younger demographic. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and yeah, I... That's Sherlock Holmes, Dressed to Kill 1946. And tune in on the next episode, and I'll wind to you next time.